You are listening to the podcast for learning the language of A Course in Miracles so you can understand the meaning, embody the message, and live the teachings as a way of life. Welcome to episode 47 of this podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast, and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the course from information to application. This week's topic is questions number 17 in the manual for teachers. How do God's teachers deal with magic thoughts? And it's actually a follow-up or an expansion of last week's topic, question 16, which addressed how the teacher of God should spend his day. So in last week's episode, I talked about A Course in Miracles' perception of the, wor- of the nature of the world as magic because the Course sees the world as an illusion. So the question of magic thoughts refers equally to all our attempts to use physical means, something in some form in the world, to solve the problems we have, whether it be with our bodies, in our lives, or in the world, as well as thoughts of anger, upset, blame, or judgment towards anything or anyone in the world for anything that we feel or experience because we see it or them as being the cause. Because as the Course teaches, the real problem exists only in the mind. And what shows up in different forms in our bodies and in our lives and in the world are illusory projections of what is in the mind and have no reality or substance. So magic is attempting to use physical means to solve a problem that's not on the physical level. Now, this is all-inclusive, meaning any and all attempts to heal different forms of illnesses by using some form of medicine, whether it's conventional, alternative, holistic, or any other form, as well as attempting to solve the myriad problems that come up in our relationships, in the circumstances in our lives, and in the world, by changing the relationships, the people, or the circumstances, or the conditions, changing occupations or locations, etc. In other words, by doing something on the level of the world in some form to bring about our desired change. So magic then, from the perspective of the Course, is anything that is taken seriously here and perceived as having a cause and effect here. Because, again, all sickness, pain, or problems, from the perspective of the Course, are nothing but the projection of a thought of guilt in our mind. And the thought of guilt is the true sickness or problem. And the only place where guilt is located is in the mind. So to attempt to heal or solve the projection of guilt, which is to say the form of the sickness or the problem that is showing up in your experience or in your body or in your experience by doing something to the form in which it is showing up or in the physical world is to attempt to heal or solve the problem where it's not. Or to heal something or solve a problem that isn't real or doesn't exist. Magic thoughts also, like I said, refer to the thoughts of anger, fear, or judgment 
that arise as a result of the belief in the reality of the power of the different forms of magic we see and encounter in the world, and which is the natural result of choosing the ego's thought system as the lens through which we look at the world or the perspective from which we interpret everything we see and experience and encounter in different forms of the world. The answer to the question, how do God's teachers deal with magic thoughts, is again addressing teachers of God in training. That is, those of us who genuinely want to have a transformed experience. You literally no longer want to you know, experience this lack of peace or, or whatever form of suffering you've been experiencing, either in some, one, or all areas of your life. And we're willing to choose again. That is, to choose a different perspective, to choose the Holy Spirit's thought system as the lens or the teacher to guide their perception. And as a result, engage in the process of undoing the ego. How the teacher of God deals with magic thoughts is directly related to his success in undoing the ego. The manual teaches that God's teacher's first responsibility in dealing with magic thoughts is not to attack it. And what this means is that you should not get angry at anyone for using magic or attacking magic thoughts, expressing magic thoughts, or justifying their magic thoughts. And basically what that means is don't get upset with anyone for choosing to use magic or for being angry and upset and anything along those lines. What that means is that as a teacher of God in training, who is a student of the course, and I say a teacher of God in training who is a student of the course because the course teaches that a teacher of God is not only a Course in Miracles student or someone who's studying A Course in Miracles, but a teacher of God is defined as anyone who chooses to be one. That is, anyone who chooses to live from the perspective of love instead of fear, practicing forgiveness instead of engaging in judgment. It all, the Course also says that teachers of God come from all walks of life. And we don't all look the same. We all appear differently in form. They come from all religions or no religions. And most importantly, it teaches that A Course in Miracles is not the only path, but it's one of many paths. But because it is A Course in Miracles that's being studied here, that I'm talking about, and that you, know, you are students of, or that you feel drawn to as your possible path, uh, the manual is addressing those of us who are practicing the teachings of the Course as their path to becoming teachers of God. So as teachers of God who are students of the Course, where the Course teaches that everything happens at the level of the mind and that what we need to address is what goes on in the mind, is saying that we should not get angry with people who take medicine to attempt to heal instead of healing their minds. Or with those who seek yet another special relationship when all the past ones have failed, or those who seek special relationships for that matter. Nor should you get upset with world leaders or groups who wage war to achieve peace, you know, taking the reverse approach. 
nor should you be angry with anyone who puts their faith in anything in the world to give them something they think they're lacking or to bring them the peace, the happiness, or fulfillment they're seeking. And you should definitely not judge yourself when you feel or feel that you're being a bad course student or a bad person when you find yourself wanting to use magic or indulging in magic thoughts or engaging in magic thoughts. That is, don't think you're a bad course student or a bad person if you find yourself getting angry, upset, or engaging in judgment. You see, if the teacher of God gets angry towards magic thoughts, either in himself or others, and justifies this anger and acts upon it, the Course says you're validating or strengthening your own belief in magic and therefore condemning yourself to feeling victimized by it. Because this is keeping you, or it's keeping the teacher of God, attached to the ego instead of undoing the ego, which is what the teacher of God needs to be doing. Besides, a teacher of God has pupils to whom he is assigned to teach through his demonstrating or teaching God. And who are his pupils? His pupils are those with whom he has any form of a relationship. And a relationship in the context of the Course is anything from a fleeting encounter with someone in an elevator to those or someone with whom you have a lifelong or lifelong relationships, regardless of whether the nature of the relationship is loving or hostile. And every other relationship in between that may seem to last for a period of time and then come to an end. Because you see, the relationship is not what goes on in form or contact with the person. The relationship, again, is something that takes place at the level of the mind. So. The, how you relate to this person in your mind, whether you see them as equal with you or different from you or you judge them in some way, that is the, the relationship that is taking place. So according to the Course, none of these relationships are accidental or merely chance encounters. That each is a situation in which the teacher of God, quote unquote, meets a pupil who has been assigned to him for at the time when the teacher was ready to provide a teaching learning situation that would benefit them both. That is, help them both learn and teach the truth. If the teacher of God responds with anger to the magic thoughts exhibited by his pupil, in other words, if he gets angry by something the person with whom he is having or with whom he is in a particular relationship, you know, that's something they either they say or do if he gets angry with them. He is teaching his pupil that magic thoughts are real and have power. He's teaching his pupil that their anger or actions are valid and justified and have power to attack another. And in this case, it will be the teacher and he will have failed his pupil. Plus, when the teacher of God attacks magic thoughts, you are validating them. You're making them real in your mind 
and you will experience the content of that attack thought in some form of fear, depression, or pain. Because remember, what you choose to entertain in thought, you learn. And you will always teach what you learn. That is, you will express, exhibit, or experience the content of the thought you're entertaining according to the way you're perceiving it in your mind, the way you are learning it. Perceiving a magic thought as an attack will lead you to experience and teach that attack is real, and that is not what the teacher of God wants to teach. So how the teacher of God deals with magic thoughts, whether in others or in himself, is to look at them with neutrality, without judgment. To remember that they are literally nothing but magic thoughts. And how you respond to magic is to recognize its illusory, unreal nature and do nothing to attack, defend against it, or try to justify it in any way. How that plays out on a practical level for the teacher of God is by practicing forgiveness in some form or in the form as described in the following words from A Course in Miracles that says, forgiveness is still and quietly does nothing. It merely looks and waits and judges not. So whatever the situation is, how the teacher of God deals with magic thoughts is to look at it with neutrality, recognize it for what it is, and simply let it be. So that's it for this week. Join me next week when I talk about the concept or the idea of sin. And though this is not something, a question that is asked and covered in the manual for teachers, it is one of the central questions in the workbook section of the course. And it is really the bedrock of the ego's thought system, what it is we're learning to undo. So it's very central to what it is we're learning and what it is we're teaching and how we go about healing our minds and transforming our experience here. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Understanding the Language of A Course in Miracles podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode or found it helpful, please leave me a review on iTunes so that others can hear about it, enjoy it, and find it helpful also. And do subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Have a great week and see you on the podcast next Wednesday. Thank you.